So I'm from the small town of Fresh Off a Podcast Ass, and you're making me homesick. This is Kevin Brittingham from the Live, Cure, Die Podcast. So today, we're pulling Jay off the bench, all right? It's clutch time. We're going to see if he can produce. Talon Sai, our buddy, is here from Stuffing Things and uh, Sunday Gunday. He's got a cool-ass van. My man and COVID went to the lower 48, stayed in every national park. He saw the monolith in Utah. I say aliens. He says local artists. I don't know. Let's figure it out in the next hour. Appreciate you tuning in. Man, what <laughs> Woo! Jay, what's up? Happy to be back. Took a, took a podcast off. But I know. You were benched last <laughs> week, man. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> What'd you get benched for? I was underperforming. <laughs> man. So you have a one-shot opportunity this week to earn your spot back. Yeah. yeah, I was in a slump, so. You know why you're underperforming? Because I'm drinking fucking seltzer water. Well, <laughs> that, and you skipped the shot that Kevin and I that took. That could be so. it, too, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he turns a sweet color of strawberry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he drinks. All right, so, Jay, we're here with our buddy, Talon Sai. What's up, guys? Thanks hey, for having me. Thank you, man. Yeah. It's always good. You were here a year ago, right when the pandemic kicked off in your new van, yeah. and you started here, and you were about to start your uh, lower 48 voyage. Yep. That is incredible. I am so jealous. I did, a, did all 48 now since I saw you last, basically. Yeah, so you just finished, like the other day, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I expedited the whole like Midwest because... Sorry, Midwest, but it ain't a lot there. Ain't that great? Yeah. And yeah, I'm back here now. I came back through Pennsylvania where I started, it's where I grew up, and now I'm literally full circle back here hanging out with you guys. I know it's good, man. You just got in the van, I think, when you were here last time. It's good to have it back in the driveway. You've done yeah. a lot of mods to that thing. Yeah, it's a whole different animal than it was, and it's like like parking here feels like home. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, awesome. yeah, it's good to have you. Um, all right, so. Talon, are you familiar, Jay, with Talon's channel? Just what I've seen on the internet. What do you yeah. call this YouTube channel? That's what it is, right? Yeah, the YouTube yeah. channel. Got a few. Yeah. What What have you seen? Um, what, what's Talon do? Get Give the pitch for Talon. You kind of got your hand in a little bit of everything. Yeah, um, that's true. On the whole stuffing things or whatever. Yep. Not stuffing things. <laughs> stuff. We do and that. Things. Stuff and things. So that's why it's the sat van. It's the stuff and things van. Yeah, that's a common misconception. People don't know that. So yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm in the know, man. That's He's awesome. In the know. Tapped in. I'm, I'm tapped <laughs> in. I'm staying, you know, current with all this young, yeah, social yeah. media whatnot. I named my van that, and everyone thinks that it's like a model of van now. So like people like tag Google me and shit. They're it. like, "Yo, I just saw a sat van on the highway." I'm like, "No, that's like what I named my van." <laughs> it's kind of funny. yeah. I should have named it like Lorene or something. I don't know. That thing's sweet. When I pulled in, because I've seen pictures of it and videos and everything, and when I pulled in to the driveway, I was like, "This thing's like a yeah. armored personnel carrier." It looks it's different huge. than the last time it was here. You got the bumpers on it. You got the winch. You got yep. the rack. You got all the stuff. You did a battery conversion. It's lifted like almost three four inches higher than it was yeah big old snorkel on the front it's not an off-road vehicle but i'm trying to make it as much of an off-road vehicle as i can it's four by four so it, it it's actually surprisingly pretty capable so yeah everything is with a winch my friend that's true you can just hook up to a tree and hopefully pull yourself out yeah what about okay jay back to you you're not getting out of this Here i am all right <laughs> so so what's talon's channel all about well so 
I think you've split into a couple channels now, but initially I saw you doing um, some like EDC stuff and not even just like the guns, knives aspect, but just everyday things that you carry. Mm-hmm. Um, electric skateboards. I think I saw some skiing on there. Yep. Um, and then you did. You were doing little guns here and there too. Let me tell you what. My man's a professional skier over here. What are those called? Ski boards? Ski boards, yeah. All right. Ski see boards. those tattoos on his arms? Those are the graphics on his skis yeah, for different years. He has his right own skis <laughs> with his own graphic and his name on it. That That's pretty That's pretty hot. I just strapped skis on for the first time last year. I'm, you should I'm, not do it at your age. I'm mint. I play hockey. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah, sort sure. Of kind of okay, really. yeah. I used to age? run track in high school. How old school. are you? 25. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So those little ski board things. Yeah. Well. I don't know if I've seen a ski board. Ski boarding. I mean, real quick story. Ski boarding was a thing before freestyle skiing was. So it was, it had a professional circuit in the X games, like big companies like line used to make them. And then Solomon made snow blades, which are like crappy foam knockoffs. And it completely destroyed the market, the pro circuit and all the big companies fell off. And then they switched to making symmetrical twin tip skis. So that's what's obviously still in the X Games today. It's like yeah. a dead sport, but me and my friends are keeping it alive. So <laughs> that's pretty much Sick. it. I don't know. I mean, I'd still do it as long as I got my own like pro skis every year with my own graphic. Yeah, I mean, dude, I've been riding ski boards for like 15 years. And this graphic on my right arm was the first one that I got the entire time so oh really and then this arm which i haven't even said this yet but this is going to be the next graphic which is why i started so coloring this aliens yeah well so did you only get your pro model because everyone else retired (laughs) you're the only dude left it's technically not even a pro model like the the few pros that still ride with like i'm best friends with them they designed their own board like it would be like designing your own gun basically from scratch i just got the graphic of a board that i ride so it sounds like pro to me. It, it's it's kind of pro, pro enough for me. I'm yeah. saying you're a pro ski. I mean, what's the the international ski board committee gonna find me? <laughs> you're a pro. I, I make videos for the company that I ride for, so like I'm one of the only people making videos actively today. What what company is that? Uh, it's called Revelate Ski Boards. I'm sus- subscribing. Yeah, <laughs> follow. That's pretty go. cool. I've seen some of the videos you and your your buddies. So maybe we'll post something up now. But they do terrible on my channel. Like I, I've been really? I've been I've been making skateboard videos forever on another channel, which no one even knows about. And I obviously started doing it on my main channel, mm-hmm. and they do terribly. Like, really? Yeah. I like I, I've been posting. I'm, I might have posted like ten skateboard videos this past season, or that we're still in. And like I posted one Thursday, and it got like seven thousand views. Are you serious? Yeah, and like because you get you've gotten like hundreds of thousands, right? On yeah, some my, of your videos. My main channel just passed five hundred thousand subscribers, and obviously not all that is active. But if you're into like skateboarding and stuff, you kind of like watching all of that extreme yeah. sport stuff. So like uh, you're into BMX, and like it's just entertaining to watch. And I would think that my audience would like that shit, and they fucking don't. They don't watch it at all, <laughs> which is weird. That's but. pretty good. Well, a seven thousand. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, what's average for you? Uh, I mean, it's it's been low around like Christmas and like well, let's New say Year time. The last twelve months or whatever. I'd say average in like the first month that a video is up, maybe like thirty to forty thousand is like average. Um, and then for it the dips, first month, yeah, it dips above and below life cycle of a video. I have no idea. Okay. Well, let me ask you this: 
videos of the honey badger mini fix or with me how many did you get oh those get those get a lot because wow. you, well, i'm the boss before the podcast like i'm so glad you're doing this now because before this especially in video form now like there wasn't a whole lot of just hanging out with Kevin and you're such a cool dude. Not just saying this cause I'm Aww. on your podcast, but like my man's wanting a gun. So many people were like, dude, Kevin's awesome. Like why, why is this the first time that I'm seeing this? Cause we did that mini fix video, which mm. I posted a year ago. Yeah. The honey badger video we did the next day and oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't post that until like a month or two ago. I was just sitting on the video kind of waiting to post it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people love that video. They do well. Yeah, they definitely do. Yeah, I think the honey badger in general, but for the mini fix to do well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, anybody that posts a honey badger video, it seems to do pretty well. Yeah. It's crazy how just the name, the honey badger, how long it's it's just kept up. Like, you don't see it. To, obviously, it's going to go up more because there's an active honey badger in production, but, like, just from when the first time I heard about it in, like, Call of Duty or something back in the day, and it's just hung on for this entire time yeah it's one of those things where you just get lucky it doesn't get too lame too right. quick because i mean it's 10 or 12 years old now did we ever tell the story on the podcast why it's called the honey badger i don't know i i don't think so because we've talked about it off camera but i don't yeah. think so we did i mean we did in the last video that i posted of it oh we did on your channel yeah yeah I, i'm pretty oh. sure we did i know you said you had them laid out on the floor you can Go for it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It. Does it make sense or should we just move on? Yeah, why not? We just brought it yeah, up. Yeah, so, so, so the, synopsis. The, the, well, the military named it a different name, an acronym for something else. And I could never remember all the acronyms of the stuff we were working on with the military. And so I would give everything nicknames. Um, and this, just because the way it looked the first time I saw it, the engineers show it to me because I was out of town when they'd asked me about doing clear anodize. I was like, I don't know. And they said, well, the guys are going to paint the guns anyway because it was for special operations. And I said, well, okay, well, do the first ones. Let me see how it looks. And I went out of town. When I came back, they had them together. And they have the gun. It's like sitting on the floor when I walked into engineering. But they're like, oh, my God, watch this video. And it's the it's viral because I think it's got like 100 million views or something. Yeah. The Honey Badger Don't Give a Shit video with, with like the, the gay guy narrating it. And he is so freaking hilarious. It's the greatest video. I, I watch it like five times a year still. I just giggle and laugh. You got to be friends with that guy. <laughs> I know. I know. We we need to get him. I know Ivana, she, she's like found the guy and it's like, we have to get him. You need to get him. She's like, you're a total idiot. Why would you not have him narrate a Honey Badger video for you? You just get him on the podcast and like find out what his story is. Because I mean, to be, maybe it was just like a one-off thing. He just like narrated but that he's shit. He's obviously but. a funny guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's got to be. But that would be cool. So I just nicknamed it the Honey Badger because I just saw the video and they show me the gun and it's all that, you know, sort of gold honey color. And that's how it came to be. And it was never the official name mm -hmm. until we started Q. And, and that's what it's named now. Now it's still but, there. But it's interesting. That was probably like my first exposure to like a viral video on YouTube. You know, like I never watched that stuff. And the engineers are all like 10 years younger than me. And, and they're the ones that they like played movies or videos that, which they still do today yeah. ethan and all those guys yeah in engineering while they work like they watched the other day i was in there for like three days in a row they're watching blazing saddles yeah it, you walk <laughs> in they're ignoring it and all of a sudden they'll all giggle at once like while they're working and then why can't we nerds. get back to blazing saddles like 
jokes oh, and stuff. You would go to prison for making that. I today. know that's what I'm so saying. Good, though. Though. man, those like obviously I didn't see the video until I was probably like I don't know or the movie I should say until I was 21 or something like oh, that. Really? And yeah. I didn't realize stuff like that existed because that was from what the 70s. Um, or is it not that old? I feel like it's 70s. yeah, it, it's late 70s, early 80s. I yeah, don't know, dude. You can't we'll you pop can, it up. Now, you can't get away with two minutes of a movie like that today at all. It's just. The guy, Sad. I mean, Gene Wilder's funny, and I don't even know the uh, the uh, the other guy in it. Yes. Yeah. He is so freaking funny. I saw him in several things. He is so great. And they were just a great combination together. Was he an actor? Or did he do stand-up, too? He reminds well, me of someone who would do stand-up. I've not seen a stand-up, but he was in several movies, okay. and he, he's freaking hilarious. It's not Richard Pryor, is it? No. No. Okay. I have no idea. Also, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> Uh, a New England white stereotype right yeah. there. It right, yeah. <laughs> is not Richard Pryor. That is a different man. Well, I haven't seen it since I was probably Jesus. Like, probably too young to see it. But Yeah, like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, what? Nothing. You don't like my jokes? No, I just saw Tommy laughing, so I wanted well, to. Tommy likes when I give you the shit. That's <laughs> good, huh, <Tom? laughs> Yeah, we've been putting this off. I mean, I got here last night and we like didn't really talk about the trip a whole lot for yeah, a good was, reason. Yeah, I don't want to. I didn't want to ask you questions ahead of time. Let's let it be authentic. Okay. What I mean, what do you want to know? Cause okay, okay. Well, I mean, it's insane, and I think it's it's like so many people's dream, and and, and I applaud you. It's so smart before you have a family or like commitments like, like that to take the opportunity because you had planned a trip to go to every state in your van mm-hmm. pre-COVID. And COVID kicks off. I actually came home from a hunting trip early because I was afraid I was going to get locked in the airport there and not be able to travel. And you met me here, basically. And yeah. you, you hung out for like a week. And then you left, went home, and then started your trip. So, mm-hmm. But you had it planned ahead of time. So, you, so with your vlog, that's, that's the proper term, yep. right? You were going to vlog this trip mm-hmm. across the United States in your van and then you s- decided to do it during COVID, which was fucking awesome. And you went to all the 48 states, went to all these national parks. You did all these things. Mm-hmm. And, and I know you and I would talk throughout the trip periodically. And like you would get to some of the national parks. and You're the only person there. Yeah. How cool. Like I, I, I always like uh, dream about, oh, what if there's like Armageddon and I'm the only person around? Like what are the things I would do? And like you got to kind of live part of that. Yeah, it, like the whole trip was kind of hit or miss. And if it was a miss, it was a real big miss because I missed out on a lot of stuff because of COVID. So Yeah, what's an example? Well, I'll, I'll backtrack even more than that. So I, I started the trip like I think it was late February, early March last year. I came yep. up here and I did a big loop around the Northeast and I ended up here. Yep. And that's when things got real bad i guess you want to say yeah, everything was shutting down we didn't really freaking. know we didn't really know what was going on like i remember going out to eat and we're like we got big bottles of hand sanitizer and shit and we're like i don't know i guess we should squirt this all over our bodies and like <laughs> yeah so um then i was like all right dude i guess i got to go back and like hang out at my family's place for a little so i went back to pennsylvania for like a month or two and i was like just kind of in the dumps i'm like man this sucks and he, Jay, he called me. He's like, you think I can kick it? And I was like, yes, you can. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so I I was like, man, maybe I should just push this off until next year. Like once things open up again and blah, blah, blah. Luckily, I didn't do that because obviously things have not gotten right. pretty much any better. There's still mask mandates and a lot of shit's closed. If so, I were staying with my family, I would have made the same decision. 
Yeah, I was like, I'm dude, I'm out of here. I'll, I'll <laughs> risk it with COVID. <laughs> yeah, I was just going insane. So I was like, all right, I'm going to leave. Um, so, yeah, I, I left and I didn't really have a whole lot of plans. I just kind of went with the flow. I was like, all right, well, this is close. I'm going to stop there. Uh, this national park is close. I'm going to go there. And um, a lot of the places, I mean, like when I was up in Maine, I was up in uh, is it Bar Harbor. Yeah. Super cool town. And it was completely closed. And that uh, was that was even after I, it was yeah. either after or before I left. Yeah. I don't Acadia and uh, yeah. Bar Harbor. Such beautiful places. Up so, here. so there's stuff like that where it's like, damn, like I'm, I'm definitely missing out on this. But then I go to places like, man, I don't. There's so many places I've been, but I'll just say like Canyonlands as an example. I go there and it's like obviously super desolate in the middle of the Utah desert, but like you're the only person there and there's a lot of hiking and stuff that you can do. You don't pass a single person on trails. So so you went hiking a lot by yourself and stuff? Yeah. Um, I hiked some stuff in New Hampshire, actually, a little bit north of here. You did? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. When there's no one there and you're by yourself hiking, mm-hmm. you carry a gun? Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. too. Um, I, I honestly don't like carrying a gun hiking because I carry like appendix and waistband normally. Uh, I don't like open carry. I just don't uh eh, I'm just like not that kind I'm of guy. But yeah, I for the most part I, I carry a gun for myself, animals, stuff like that, if I run into some crazy people. Which luckily I, I really I don't have any like crazy stories like that. I haven't had mm-hmm. any like dangerous situations really on the ro- on the road. But so that's not your video that went viral with that mountain lion in California dude, back and so dude up the road. Crazy. No, that's that was in Utah. It was a friend of mine. Oh, actually. it was. It yeah. was. You know that guy? Yeah, it was. A he cougar. should have picked the rock up right away. So as soon as he bent over, picked the rock up. Things like fuck yeah, it, oh, I'm out. Shit. He's the, got a rock. He was trying. The reason he he couldn't reach down and pick one up because is, he had his phone in his hand recording it for the well, YouTube. That too, but. If, as he said, as soon as he would reach down to pick up a rock, that it would, like, lunge at him, which is, like, what you saw in yeah. the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like crazy. That thing was all, So crazy. Dude, I don't know what I would do in that situation. No, I, did, I would have totally pissed I'd my pants. I'd way rather see a bear than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cats, terrifying. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. It I mean, but sucks. normally, like, unless they're charging you, normally a bear is going to either just look at you or take off. But yeah, that thing was so. so what was pissed. it? It was a it was a female that had cubs, and yeah, he got close to it accidentally. Yeah. He was hiking. I think he had he had like a pocket knife on him, which that ain't gonna do shit because that thing's oh, got no. fucking. It's got a bunch of. <laughs> don't let him bite yeah. it. Stab it in the eyeball. I don't know. Yeah. So I I don't know if I saw him after. I, I think I saw him just before that happened because I was in Utah um, around that time. He he works for uh for Blade HQ the. Oh, for real? Online That's pocket knife yeah. retailer. Yeah. So a, a lot so of dudes. Of course, he had a pocket knife. Yeah. Yeah, had a pocket knife. But Too bad he wasn't working for like hand cannon HQ. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Machine gun HQ. He works for Q and just has a honey badger yeah. strapped on his back. Yeah. That video was crazy. I would have lit that thing up. Oh, that would have been a dead cougar. Yo, yeah. What, what, I feel like if you were to protect yourself in that situation, like you'd probably get in trouble for that. Oh, somehow, yeah. Yeah. That, some asshole up. would arrest you. Like, hey, yeah. man, this thing's about to kill me. I'm going to kill it. <laughs> you like turn yeah. the camera to yourself. I'm going to kill this because it's going to kill me if I don't. And Joe Biden be like, he should have shot it in the leg. Yeah, 30 like years. You can't have a gun fired a blast into the air and <laughs> scared it away. Yeah. That was horrifyingly, Didn't terrifically it? just terrifying. Did it, it was come the out that the, it was, I could completely be fabricating this, but that the mountain lion had like 
it was starving or something like that. Like something went down and it was, I don't know if it was segregated into a certain area, but I thought I read that it was like, well, he was in between the cubs and, oh, the, okay. and the mother, I think yeah. I, I forget because the video, I think the video started with like, he saw two cubs on the trail and yo, if I see two fucking yeah. mountain lion see cubs, ya. I'm going the opposite direction. Yeah, I don't care if I'm 10 miles in, I'm yeah. fucking out of there, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would assume it's like a ninja. You, you would try to leave, turn around and she's like standing right yeah, there. Looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, so once scary. he grabbed that rock though, it's like, whoosh. yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, glad that wasn't you. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah, glad that same, dude did. Yeah, so it's hit or miss. So what was um? So so you do all this. You're sleeping in the van. You're going around. You're doing your vlog. Mm-hmm. What was um? What was the biggest disappointment? Maybe we'll start with that. Uh I mean Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I was gonna say Mount Rushmore <laughs> because like, it was a disappointment because I had a free weekend. Um, this was a couple months ago. It might have been in the beginning of February. Um. And I was like, all right, I have some free time. I'm in Denver, Colorado right now. I can just like do a quick weekend trip and come back and like continue doing whatever I'm doing. So I left from Denver, drove straight like nine and a half hours up to Theodore Roosevelt National Park in yeah. northern, northwestern uh, North, North Dakota. Dakota. And dude, that drive sucks. Like southern, yeah. southern Wyoming, it's all like, it's pretty bad. I'm sure you've driven across yeah, it's, it. Yeah, I've been all through Wyoming and... Yeah, Western Wyoming, of course, you know, you start up north with Yellowstone, all, Grand Teton, all the way down. Great, beautiful. Yeah. Central Wyoming, there's nothing. Yeah. And then, like, northeast Wyoming is beautiful. And the rest of it, yeah. So so it's sort of that southern trip of Wyoming, but straight up north. So I, w- I went through Nebraska, South Dakota, oh, North Dakota. Nebraska. Oh. Yeah, we dude, don't need it's, Nebraska. It's not great. I think all of us have done trips across the country and like there's a good strip of land that we have. We don't need it. There, There's a lot of places like now that I've been to all the lower 48, I have a good understanding of what we should claim as ours. Yeah. And then the <laughs> other shit, you know, which we can just uh, cut off. Yeah. Like east or western California, just cut that shit off and fucking push it into the ocean because we don't need that. Eastern California, beautiful. Great national parks, Death Valley, Yosemite, but... Yeah, we don't need that. Yeah. So as far as like the most disappointing thing was obviously Mount Rushmore then. And it was on a weekend where I had free time. I just made the trip. It was bad weather. And that is why the entire weekend was bad. So I drove all the way up to Theodore Roosevelt National Park. It was a sheet of ice. The van was sliding all over the place. Well, that'd be fun. It, it was, I mean, I like driving and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Four wheel drive the entire time. It was cool to see, but like there wasn't much wildlife like there typically is in the oh, spring yeah, and summer. Oh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. There's some bison. But, um, so then from there, I went straight south to Rushmore, and Black Hills are beautiful. It was beautiful. great, but it was super foggy, like snowing, kind of disgusting out. And I get to the like the main parking lot where the viewing deck area yeah. is, and the lady at the gate was like, it's typically ten dollars, but you can't even see it today, so you can just like you can just go through. I was like, okay, I'll just go look, and I literally took a photo, which I, I can send you then, and it was just like a fucking cloud. <laughs> there was like a few yeah. people standing on the deck in a cloud, but literally everyone who I asked about Mount Rushmore, like we were talking about it last night, you're like, you're too far away from it. It's, it's yeah, the main observation deck is so far away, yeah. and and you got to get down and hike and go and think. They should have it to where you're right up against it because it's so big. Like their noses are like thirty feet long or something, yeah. 
and you, you're so far away. It's just like, well, that's cool, but that was my question: right. is, is it actually that big? Because there are certain things like the oh, you think it's a scam, like another government conspiracy? Type no, no, thing. no. I just didn't, <laughs> I just didn't know because like I, I was in Utah for a few years and I was stationed out there, and like in arches, you see the big uh, is it the great arch, great arch or grand arch, whatever. It's yeah, not man. it's not as big as you think it is. Like you get up to it, and you're like. Eh, I like, get it. I could go climb and stand on top of that. It's right, like, exactly. Yeah. It's you not that big. Have you ever seen the Mona Lisa? No, I haven't. Have you been to the Louvre? <sighs> yes. Went to school in Paris for a summer. <sighs> oh, um, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's it's like yay big. Like, well, maybe like yay big. And it's so funny because, you, you know, you hear about it your whole life and you go and there's like a huge crowd around it. And you're like, yeah, where is it? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, so that, that's the same feeling at Rushmore then. And I didn't even see it, but everyone says that oh, same you, thing. Oh, you like totally couldn't see it. I'll, I'll show you the photo. It's literally oh. looking into a well, cloud. Well, maybe that's not shit. fair. Like, I'm glad I went to see it, but. Yeah, I mean. Like I'm, Devil's Tower. Yeah. Better than I expected. Like, there's lots of things I've seen. Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody says I've seen the Grand Canyon in a book, so I don't need to go see it. Don't be friends with them. No, yeah, yeah. it's so different. Incredible. But if someone says that about Rushmore, trust them, yeah. right? Trust them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rushmore is, I would love, but you know, Vaughn uh, and I, we were out in Jackson, Wyoming and we bought um, like a vintage land cruiser and we decided to drive it all the way back to New Hampshire. So from like the Idaho border to New Hampshire. So it took like four days, but we stopped in South Dakota. We did an elk hunt. I gave you the the, spot, the spots for that. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. yeah, so we went to Devil's Tower. Mm-hmm. Awesome and great because no one was there, just like you're saying. Mm-hmm. And we went to Rushmore, and it was a beautiful day. So it was cool, but it was we were both like, eh. And we mm-hmm. d- we didn't take the time to hike up to it. Yeah. But they should have that observation deck because they have like an amphitheater or something between the observation deck yeah, and it. Yeah. And it's like you're like probably a quarter mile away from it. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't look impressive. I was gonna say, did you go through uh, like Navajo Nation at all? Like the big res, the main res? I probably did. But when you're going through areas like that, you it's like, at least from my perspective, it wasn't like marked super heavily. Oh, yeah. It's just like when you're out there, you're fucking out there. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, oh, there's yeah. nothing there. I, I went through it for the first time in November, and it was just like, holy fuck, this is insane. Like, oh, you did a motorcycle trip, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we were out west at the same time. You were, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we we're all out there. But you said Navajo. That's like northwestern Utah or it's, Nevada. No, it's, it's the top of. Uh, New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah. That's where uh, Shiprock is. Yes. Have you seen Shiprock? I haven't. No, we didn't get to go through. Like, yeah. we were, I was out there during COVID also. And so, like, there were yeah. a couple things that we wanted to check out. I think we kind of skirted by it, but we didn't stop in Shiprock. That, so Shiprock is sort of like Devil's Tower, like, formation wise. I don't know anything about it, but I've seen pictures of it and I'm like, man, that looks fucking cool. And I want to go there, but it's yeah. so far out of the way. Like that's yeah. like, way it's on the corner there. and there's a couple little, there's like Farmington and stuff like that around it. And yeah. we went through there, but we were kind of fighting weather the whole time. And like, but yeah. going through that reservation was just kind of like an eye opener. Like it's crazy out there. Just like the circumstances are insane. What do you mean? It's just like, it was like depressing going through it. Oh, like I went yeah. through and I just, a lot of those little towns in the Midwest I would go through were depressing. Yeah. But like the, it just it felt different going through it. Not to get all hippie shit on everyone, but like it just <laughs> it just felt different. And I was like, I, I don't know. It was depressing. The the sure. and it, the yeah. Depressing because of the, the circumstances Native of American oppression? Yeah. Or yeah, oh yeah, yeah. okay. I thought yeah. you meant like the landscape and everything. No, well, the landscape's no, dope. Yeah, the landscape's it's awesome. It's really cool. Because like yeah. there's we 
I think it, we went down, I think that it was like Navajo Road 5. And I figured it was just, they just named it. It's this normal highway that's named it Navajo Road 5 because it's on the reservation. And there is nothing. And it's like, I was worried that we were going to just not be able to find gas, anything, whatever. But even though there's nothing out there, like you just said, all the rock formations, just like even the fact that it's barren desert, it's still so cool, especially living in New England my whole life. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't feel like doesn't definitely doesn't feel like the same country yeah it doesn't feel like america and it doesn't even feel like the same planet yeah like it's 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 really cool did did you go to uh you didn't go to the badlands national park no so to finish that story um the reason i said that mount rushmore was like the most depressing it was like the least favorite place that i went was because after that trip i ended up posting the video and that's something that I typically wouldn't do because it was like the weather was bad. I couldn't show Rushmore. I couldn't even take photos of it. So I was just like, eh, whatever. I'm still going to post it. A lot of people watch van life stuff on YouTube right. and they want to glorify oh, it. Oh, man. Since I started looking for one, because, you know, I'm going to buy one like yours. Yeah. I started looking for them. It's all that pops up in my feed on Instagram. And, and it looks great, but that's not all that it is. So I make it a point to, like, make sure that I show the bad shit. So I posted the video anyway. I was like, all right, I went to North Dakota, South Dakota. I went to Scotts Bluff in uh, Nebraska, like the Panhandle area. Yeah. And I was like, typically wouldn't post this video because it was boring. I didn't really show anything, um, but I'm going to post it anyway. This is like the reality of things. It's the only time I could go, whatever. Um, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, radio yeah. station, yeah, whatever. It's, it's close by. They fucking picked up on my YouTube video for some reason and some one of their like morning show dude anchors wrote an article about me and he's like look at this youtube influencer he said Idiot. that yeah he <laughs> just fucking completely trashed me i would have done the same thing <laughs> yeah i mean because what what else do you fucking report on the news there yeah. nothing happens I don't know. Yeah. so because i said oh mount rushmore it ain't that great he was like how dare he say that the fucking whatever like national monument of our country is not that great. I'm like, come on, dude. If it also isn't like if your Fox state, Mount Rushmore, by the way, if your state has bad weather six months out of the year, I'm sorry to say, but your state sucks. Yeah. Like there's other states <laughs> like Colorado where it's the middle of winter and it's fucking super sunny and 55 degrees and the weather is great. So it's better. <laughs> yeah. There ain't a lot going on in Sioux Falls yeah. tracking the old town. side. if you're from Sioux Falls, I'm sorry. You're just, yeah. Your state's fine, but you dude fucking dragged me for no reason. Well, if we <laughs> care about what they think, they probably sick, moved. Though. That dude's probably stoked on it, though. Like, all the 12 people that live there were like, that was so cool that you did that. I tweeted yeah, at call him. them out. Yeah. I tweeted at him. I was like, yo. I tweeted at him. Say it to my face. I kind of, I don't, I forget what the fuck I said, but. <laughs> say it to my <laughs> What are you going to do? Nothing. I'm like, I'm, I'm never coming back to your fucking state, so whatever. I will say that I'm, pro I'm sure there's probably terrible moments in the van, but like, mm -hmm. there were times, we kind of talked about it before we got on here, but like, there were times on my trip where I was in a tent and it was 19 degrees and I'd like look out my little, my little zipper thing, my little screen. And I'd see there was a, at one point there was a woman that was in a van and she had two dogs with her and she had her shit. So set up, she like put Christmas lights on this cactus in her little like area and all <laughs> yeah. shit. I'm like, fuck, I wish I was doing that. That's so cool. It well, seems awesome. Yeah. So, well, what, what was, um, Oh, Speaking of being out there, what is that freaking monolith thing that was in Utah? Yeah, that was that was one of the cooler things I've done. 
I mean, I guess. Um, Utah and Moab is one of my favorite places to visit. Like, so dope. It's, I mean, yeah, you rode your fucking motorcycle through there. Yeah. It's, dude, it's so sick. And, um, I, I did the whole like Western loop. I went down through Nevada, went to Area 51 and Tickaboo Peak. I went to, uh, Vegas and whatever. Did a full loop up through California. And then I was coming back to Colorado and the monolith was popping up in the news. It was like, so, so what was it? Like, I never knew about it until you post about it. So explain okay. this. So on my way back down through into Utah, a lot of this stuff was popping up in the news and mad people were sending it to me in DMs and stuff like that. They're like this alien monolith popped up in the middle of the Utah desert and I saw photos of it. So these helicopter pilots found this thing when they were surveying bighorn sheep and landed. And it's just this like big, metal structure like jutting out from the rocks and i was like that's kind of cool i happened to be in moab went on reddit found the gps coordinates to find this place because reddit finds fucking everything i feel like you're you're on reddit are you on reddit Uh, he's on the dark web (laughs) (laughs) it's like allegedly close to the dark web so i found the gps coordinates and so did fucking everyone else right and by the time I made it out there, it was like two or three days after news broke, like CNN and all these big news, like mainstream media outlets were picking it up and talking about it. <clears throat> so I took the van, found like, tried to find the best route there. I thought I was going to hike to it and I hiked like two and a half miles and it was just like fucking cliffs. I was like, well, this ain't the way. And this is all on video too. So I went back to the van, drove another like two hours around through, I think it was like Dead Horse State Park and came to where. Oh, geez. So this was was. like a real. This was a full day thing like to find this. Oh, wow. And then once I got closer to the GPS coordinates, I started seeing vehicles out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And there were people out there in vehicles that had absolutely no business being out there, like a Mercury Sable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, is this the way to the monolith? I'm like, yeah, but you probably shouldn't keep going because you're going to get fucking stuck out here. So parked the van, hiked like a mile and a half into this place. And in the middle of this like slot canyon, in probably one of the most desolate areas I've been in in my entire life, there was this big fucking metal like triangle thing sticking up from the rocks. And I was like intrigued by the alien idea of things. Like it would be cool if some extraterrestrials like stuck this thing in the rock as a beacon or whatever. Um, but it was super clearly like an artist who. Yeah, that's what it turned out to be. It was. It turned out to be this like art project, but well, it disappeared no, no right shit, after you were what, there. What? Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got some questions. Go for it. So calm down, Jay. I'm, I'm chilling. <laughs> so was there any direct route there? Like, could anyone drive within 100 yards of it? Uh, not within 100 yards because... Um, How close could you drive to it once you got there and surveyed the situation? Probably about as close as I parked. So there there was a path... And that was a mile and a half? Yeah, maybe it wasn't quite that far. It, it You couldn't see it at all from where I parked. So... If you were driving like off trail, you yeah. could totally probably drive right up to it if you had like some big lifted Jeep, but you can't oh. drive off trail in that area because it, it's all do, like BLM Do you think land. someone did? Uh, they're, the people who took it out of there definitely did. So oh. the next night after I was there, 
I posted the video just like breaking news. Like I gotta, I don't do like hot topic shit on my channel very often, but yeah. I was like, all right, I got to fucking post this video. So I posted that. And then the next, it, it was the night that I posted that video. Someone ripped it down and they definitely had to drive a vehicle in there to get it out because that thing had to be fucking heavy. Yeah. I mean, how yeah. big was this thing? I, I saw the picture you posted. Yeah. So, so like we'll post it up. Me, me standing next to it. It might've been, I don't know, 12 feet tall. And it was a triangle. Originally, I thought it was just like a like a square. Yeah. But it was a triangle, maybe like two feet on each side. That's big. And it was like actually cut into the slick rock that's out there. So someone took some kind of saw and like made it look like it was recessed into the rock. And then I'm assuming like I, I was knocking on it. It looked like they kind of like pop riveted it into wood or something, right. some kind of structure. Um, but so there, there were pop rivets in it. Yeah, there were pop rivets, which you can't yeah. really tell from photos. I'm guessing the aliens probably aren't using pop no, rivets. Yeah. No, that, that was the <laughs> first thing that I said. I'm like, yeah, there's no way. Like, if, if it would have been welded, like really clean type yeah, it of Yeah, should have welded it and polished that yeah. down. That would have been more made convincing. that all mirror looking and everything. Because people climb to the top of it, too. Like, you would need to stand on someone's shoulders and kind of, like, push them up. Yeah. And on the top of it they they finish the top of it too which you could never see unless you're in the helicopters like the guys who found it or if you climbed it and um yeah it was it, it was cool That's but it was a pretty interesting convincing. thing for someone to do yeah well yeah. i thought because it after that one another one popped up somewhere else whatever yeah, like romania yeah and then you didn't hear anything about it and it was a couple episodes ago i was gonna i had it in my notes as like just a new news story but another one popped up somewhere recent like it's still happening we should do one i know i agree yeah. there, there's a dude there's like an artist who claimed that it, it's like his work but so like a banksy sort of thing sort of and if you look at his actual work he like sells them kind of but uh -huh. he has for a while the problem with the one in utah is that he's destroying the land there like he's right. fucking cutting into yeah, this rock federal, and, yeah so it would be a felony probably yeah so we don't have to cut any rock. Oh, no, I, I think I'm you should about them felonies. You should put one like right here in your front yard. That'd be because <laughs> the aliens did it. I don't I don't want motherfuckers pulling up here. <laughs> hey, fucking people taking Instagram <laughs> photos outside. Of Man, I don't even like it. the people that work here coming here. I, I ain't doing that. Right, but yeah, so that'd be cool. I should leave Maybe we right do it at Q. <laughs> Maybe we do it on the roof of Q. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. It just showed up. Yeah, we didn't do shit. <laughs> Sticking through into our building. What we did? The aliens must have done it. The aliens. You did. can put it on your next uh, skateboard graphic. I could. So I was talking to my tattoo artist, and he was like, "Should we like fucking stick a monolith in there?" Because this, I it'd be funny. That it'd be funny, but at the same time, it's like <sighs> monolith looking shit over here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have room oh, for cactus. it. Though. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, cactus. He's an artist. Let him figure it yeah, out. Yeah, he could figure it out. He's good. All right. Well, let me put my glasses back on. Maybe oh man, this means business. Maybe we'll. I think we should go to the questions right now I agree. before I get in there. Okay. Yeah, why not? I feel like we crossed like one thing off your list. And we, we, we did. So that's what I was going to say. <laughs> speed round. But right. I've, I've got some questions. Uh, these, are hard, these are hard questions. So. All right. Okay. And you got to so, stick to them. Honey Badger, MP5 SD. Just posted this on my story before we started the <laughs> podcast. Honey Badger. My man. Sorry. Sorry. To who? M MP5 lovers. Oh. Like, oh, it looks cooler. Eh, you're an idiot. Honey um, Badger or Minifix? Oh, You're about to have for, both. For practical applications, I'm going to say Honey Badger. Lighten somebody up, the Honey Badger. Yeah. Van Sat Van Defense weapon. It's the official 
my my honey badger has been pretty much everywhere you've ever seen the van in photos and videos allegedly 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 i can't confirm that and uh yeah anyway definitely not in federal parks mini fix oh dude so fun cheaper to shoot because you're not shooting as much typically Mm. Um, unless unless you're with ivana and she sits down shoots 800 rounds at a time (laughs) dude that's a lot of money yeah you gotta do something about that (laughs) she earned it she she, she deserves it she keeps up yeah Yeah. for now i'm gonna say honey badger but minifix is like my unicorn gun and we're gonna build one tomorrow yeah so stoked it's my favorite gun yeah love it all right so these are actually going backwards the way that i wrote them all but do you want to flip them around? I don't nah, know. I don't right. really care. Maybe we'll switch it up in a second. Five, five, six, or three hundred <sighs> blackout. So this is the Sammy abbreviated version of how you write three hundred blackout. Yeah, BLK. There's no dot, and it's capital B L K. Yeah. Just um, saying, Jay. In today's day and age, I'm going to say five, five, six. Oh, sorry, My sorry, man. Kevin. My <laughs> man. <laughs> but dude, three hundred black right now is probably if you can find it. It's like people are sounding like, oh, you're two fifty a shot. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I just have a bunch of ammo. Yeah, I mean, what I, do you like to shoot better? I, I mean, obviously three hundred blackout. It, obviously, why? Because it's softer shooting, suppresses way better. Um, out of the honey badger, is this a fucking commercial for Q right now? <laughs> one in five twists. If you want to turn it into one, I'm not going to twist your arm. Speaking of fast, no, twist. great ballistics. <laughs> yeah, it's great. No, I, I, I would much rather shoot 300 blackout if it was the same price as 556 five, for sure. Nice. All right, let's move on because I don't think we can get a better commercial than that. Okay. AR. A- okay. No, I don't wow. even need to see it. Wow. That was AR or AK. I'm sorry. No, my man. Yeah. I like 7.62, but ARs are better. Glock, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you see his Glock sitting in front of me right here? Yeah. No, let's, what's that? Let's talk oh, about this. What is so this? Right? <laughs> but so this, so I, I got this from you. So this is... Uh, the TS for Talon Psy, I yeah, believe. You can, you can hold it up. Okay. 43X. Yeah, yeah, the TS 43X. That thing. So when you told me you were doing it, and it's like, I'm not super into custom guns and all, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to get one. And, and I wanted it. Also, like, wasn't all that excited about it. I fucking love that gun. Number Thank one, you. your attention <laughs> your attention to detail and whoever you have doing the work, mm-hmm. spectacular. Danger Close Armament. They're fucking phenomenal at what they do. Uh, They're really, uh, really apparently, good. everything from the slide work to uh, the grip, the stippling, and how you like segregated it, and you have different stippling for different components of the grip. Mm-hmm. The gray color looks great. That little RMR that you picked on there is badass. It's yeah. thin. Like, I generally, being old, wouldn't carry a gun with a dot on it. That, I would. Um, and I enjoy just shooting the gun. Like, I, I you know, Bon and I go to the range and, and shoot all the time. And uh, we shoot, like, actually rimfire a lot. But we, we try to always shoot some 9 mil. And, and that's one of my favorite guns to shoot right now. So tell me what the hell it is. Well, thanks, man. Um, I, I approached this company who i've been a customer of for a long time danger close armament they're based out of uh colorado like denver area and they have been doing stipple work like this by hand for a long time and so is that what they got into is that their original gig uh it's between two guys it's will and david will was into like machining cnc stuff and they're they're both gunsmiths and then david was doing a lot of like framework and i found out about them through like instagram or something i honestly don't even remember how all you young folk meet everyone yeah. tapped in that's it that's how you and i became friends honestly Whatever, <laughs> Whatever. you're the young folk too 
Um, so I was a customer there a long time ago when they first started their company. I did a video like building my quote unquote like dream pistol at the time. Yeah. So I sourced what I thought my favorite slide was and barrel and their framework was at like the top of my list. Put this gun together, did a, a like a real quick video of it on my YouTube channel. Yeah. I didn't even shoot it much. I just kind of stood in front of the camera and was like, here's this gun that I put together. It's kind of cool. And uh, it got 8.5 million views. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the mo most viewed video that I ever made. Thomas, we got to get those views, man. <laughs> I wish it just worked like that. So after that, uh, I became friends with them. They were like, dude. Yeah, I'd be reaching out to you too. 8.5 8. Yeah. million, that's a bunch. Yeah, they're like, dude, our phone's ringing off the hooks. Like, let us build you a gun. I was like, cool. So... They built me a gun, did a video on that. It did really well, and then so on and so forth. I had a bunch of guns from them. I hadn't met any of them in person because yeah. one of them was in Colorado. The other one was in Texas. And um, I like both those places. Yeah, I'd be great places. That. Hippies like you and then cowboys like me. <laughs> Hippies like me? What? I'm in a van. That doesn't make me a hippie, does it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I I met uh, Will at Shot Show like this might have been three years ago now. Um, we planned on meeting up and yeah, I just I, I kind of had the idea of like a signature gun where I like I designed the slide and frame texture. Yeah, that's and what everything. you influencers are into right now. Like, oh. And I'm always suspect. So yeah. I was I was suspect of this before I got it. You were suspect of just. Yeah, My it's like, it? what the fuck do you know? <laughs> you <laughs> what know? the fuck do you know, Kevin? <laughs> what what do you know? Turns <laughs> out you knew more than me about this. I agree. <laughs> no, so that that's kind of that's why I was hesitant to do it because yeah. you have you have all these dudes who are fucking operators, this and that, and they have so much experience with firearms, and obviously the shit that they put together is for a reason, and it's typically really good. Yeah. So I was like, ah. Like, I, dude, I shoot a ton of guns. I shoot a lot more than, like, the average person. And all of my gun videos are framed to be, like, from an average person's perspective. Um, so once I met him in person, he's super cool. He's young like me. He's, like, 30 years old. I was like, what do you think about doing a signature gun? Like, if you let me design the slide and the frame texture and everything, and without hesitation, he was like, let's do it. Yeah. So about a year and a half later, because I, I don't think I would have heard of them had you not done this. Gun. No, me either. Not that their work is bad. I just like I the, don't know. But the, now, there's so many companies that kind of gets yeah, lost in the ether. But yeah, yeah, the Glock. Yeah, modifying Glocks, big big business for sure. And they are a small company for sure. I mean, they have like a, a oh, very small. That's group how of you people. get that good quality work a lot of times. Yeah. So um, we we decided to put the gun together. I literally like napkin sketched the slide and everything and the grip texture. And I mean, long story short, it just came out to be this, my perfect EDC gun. And I fucking love it. I, I, I love it. Like, it like too. no shit. I don't give a fuck if you're here or not. It's the gun I would carry if I were carrying a gun out of the ones I've got. Awesome, man. I appreciate yeah. that. sleeping i'm not sleeping on tacticaldistributors.com but every time i pull on this fozzy fleece pullover it feels so good and makes me want to nap don't forget unpossible 15 gets you a discount get the fuck out of here q did that like range day thing at at uh white birch yeah. and we all kind of swapped guns around at one point and that one was there and it is cool. Like I was never, I love the 19. I think the 19 is the perfect gun. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I shot that. I'm like, all right, this is pretty cool. It's watch this suck up. It was the perfect gun until that TS 43 X came out. Ooh, appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it's when it comes to carrying a gun, it's like almost single stack. If you're using metal mags from like Shield Arms or whoever, then you're getting the same round count. It's hard to beat that. Yeah. You or someone sent me that mag. I don't know who. Someone sent me one of those mags. That thing was so freaking hard to load. I hated it. Really? I've heard that yeah. too. I've heard that the that they're hard to load, but I'm yeah. not a. Do you carry one? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Every it's day. the mag you carry? Yeah. Oh. Um. I. I mean. I. I have no ties with the company, and I'm not going to say their product's good, but I haven't had any issues with them. No. Um, it, it might be like reliably good, but for me, it was like. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, me, I'll load your mags for you. Don't yeah. worry. They they honestly they were rude to me because I reached out <laughs> to them. Well, tell them to pull up. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna throw them under the bus, but um, I, I that is what I I use to carry. I like even swapped out my mag button and everything. So oh yeah, steel mag. I do think yeah. that's the the flaw of the Glock mag. They should switch to steel mag. Should get so many more rounds in there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like especially this, they could have done Glock could have done that themselves, but we, you're stuck with ten. I think that's the big mystery. Is everyone's like, why did they do this? From a selling perspective, though, it's I mean, we were able to sell this in more states than if it was a nineteen, which was good. We oh, that's a good point. Yeah, out. California. What? What? Um, because is that well, this, shield mag 16 rounds 15 it's 15. 15 this isn't on the roster in california actually so oh, you, you no. can't even get the 43x oh. there at least from my mm. understanding right now it might have changed yeah i mean because what is that mag 10 rounds in the 43x this yeah. is 10 the shield one is 15 so you get 16 with one chamber oh, i mean i'm fine with 10 but for but, a carry gun but i mean 12 would even be better it doesn't have to be like 16 i mean the ability know? to just take your 43x and make it the same capacity as a 19 in the size that it is, is, is awesome. That's yeah, hard to argue that. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Enough pimping your gun. Well, no, <laughs> not quite yet. I do genuinely love it. So uh, was it a one-time thing? Are you still doing them or no? This was an exclusive drop at first because I approached my friend Will with that idea. I was mm. like, I have no idea how this is going to sell. Let's just try it out. And he yeah. was on board 100%. We built 100 of them. We took pre-orders for him, actually. This was back in, like, July 7th, I think, is when we launched. Mm -hmm. And we sold 50 of them in the first 24 hours, and then we sold out, like, two weeks after that. It was about three weeks in total, I guess. Yeah. Um, but this... I haven't really said this anywhere, but we will still continue to make these because the demand is up there like i get dms every single day when's a ts 43x coming back blah 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 if i hadn't gotten one and i saw this now i would be after you to make me one well i appreciate that and uh yeah so we're we're gonna work on making more right now it's super hard with the pandemic and sourcing ammo guns and everything for people who bought these at the time like we were working on this for a while and then they bought them at like kind of early pandemic where you could still kind of get stuff and then the election happened oh yeah so like it was insane what the guys at danger close armament did to source all these and to build them in time um but yeah whoever bought one they got a fucking killer deal (laughs) yeah well yeah i I was surprised when you told me how what the cost was yeah well what's the cost going to be on the new ones do you know uh, we don't really know yet. We're we're working on more 43Xs, not in the same package. Like the first 100 are serialized, and they're kind of special in that regard. Yeah. Um, we did hard-sided cases and whatever, like handwritten messages. But we're going to work on some more of these when we can source them, and then we're going to sort of try to expand things into other guns too. So, 
Well, other than Glock, or what are you doing? Nah, pro- I'll probably stick with Glock. So, yeah, Glock versus SIG. I prefer Glock because it's what I've been shooting for the longest time. That's obviously my signature gun now. They're just reliable. It's boring from a normal consumer's perspective, but it fucking works. Yeah. And that's what I, I like. like so. Man. Yeah. I mean, if any companies are listening, he's probably a way better guy than me. He's got a bigger following than me. I could think of a company or two that could get high point yours. Yeah, you, high point. You want to get give me a signature Ooh, gun? Ooh, <laughs> what if you had the pistol and I had the carbine? Because I bought that carbine Perfect. from the Kit Badger yeah. auction. Let's I, talk to High Point. You guys I, out there? I'm sensing a Q High Point collab right now. Yeah. Oh, two, my two my senses are tingling right now. <laughs> 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 that would be so fun. A Yeet Cannon Nine for JP. Uh, the JP I can't 9? call it that. Yours? Can no. Be well, you got that. the carbine. Yeah, mine's with an erector on the end of it. Mine's gonna be called erected. If anyone has a <laughs> has has a hookup at High Point, send them to Holla. the yeah. Send them to us. Yeah, slide Holla slide in the DM. Well, I'm gonna open another drink, Talon. Thank you for the beers. The way life should be. Oh, India Pella. That's a I great like the name. name. Yeah, I like yeah. the name. So I agree with that. I'm down with that. What was the name? I didn't see it. I just fucking said it. The way life should be, where <laughs> motherfuckers listens to the first time. Oh, you, you know where something. you know what that is homage to. What is it? Maine. Yeah, the great state of Maine, where Maine. you're from, which is ironic. <laughs> but high point, hit me up. <laughs> so you do a lot of knife reviews. Or I do. No, you do. Are you you don't? Or you just no? I, I still do. Yeah, for sure. All right. So favorite knife. Favorite knife maker. Um, Damn, that's hard. So last night we started talking about knives, and you brought out a big old box of knives. You're like, yeah, I got a box of knives upstairs. And Kevin walks down with this box of knives that probably has like fucking $200,000 worth of knives in it. <laughs> he he kind of told me, he was talking about like oh, a bunch of Chris Reeves and all this. I'm like, yeah. What? Like, I, I, I'm into shit like that. And I have a big knife collection who, like, I, I, I like picked out a uh, pick and pluck foam seahorse rifle case and I like have all my knives pristine in there and oh, I yeah. carry them and shouldn't use them. And then he walks downstairs with just a box <laughs> yeah, of like, like baller a dr- ass knives a and I'm from like, a dresser. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I'm how like, I roll. shit. <laughs> so, um, favorite knife maker. I mean, right now in my pocket, I have a, uh, Chris Reeves Sabenza 31 now, which beautiful is beautiful. Yeah. It's like the pinnacle of pocket knives for yeah. the most part. He is so like every, he was like an alien. All of his stuff looks perfect. It's Dude, great. I wish I could have met him, man. He like I I just really appreciate the engineering that goes into them and the tolerances that they hold. Attention to detail with him was strong. Growing up, that That's was insane. always like when I first started getting into knives. Every single anyone who was anyone was like, oh, "This is a Chris Reed Sabenza." I'm like, "Fuck, I need one of those." I didn't even know the name of it till last night. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got like thirty of them yeah. in a fucking <laughs> cardboard box. It's like, yeah, whatever. Oh, they um, come in a cardboard box. What do you want me to do? Yeah, so like favorite knife maker. I'm, I, I haven't... I, I've made friends with a couple knife makers. Like, shout out to Lucas Burnley. I was just about to say Lucas Burnley. You know Lucas Burnley? Yeah. Dude, he's a homie. A lot of like Asian-inspired designs and stuff like that. Yeah, he's got, a, cool. he's got a lot of cool designs. And I, I went up and shot a video in his new shop. He's up in Bend, Oregon now. Because he used to be from... Uh, the Cape, I think. He oh, would, I didn't he, know that. he was out here, yeah. yeah. He, he was in Massachusetts, I guess. Um, but I went up and shot a video at his new shop. He's super cool. Um, as far as like knife companies go, I'd say ProTech. We were talking about them yeah. last night too. That super Godfather awesome or whatever it was called, it's freaking beautiful. Oh yeah, my God. they're they're the best 
I mean, hands down, I would say the best automatic knives you can get right now. Oh, really? Yeah, they're just, they fire super hard, reliable, um, sharpened by hand. I met the dude who sharpens them by hand. Yeah. Like, they're they're really, really nice knives. That's nice. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a blank yeah. blanket answer. Yeah, it's a, that's a tough one a lot of times. Oh, favorite skate company. Favorite skate company. Oh, man. So... You this, walk down. You better be right. You, just, you better say the right answer. Can I say buzz bombs? <laughs> buzz bomb. Yeah. Can I say buzz bomb? <laughs> buzz bomb. This is skateboard I gave him last time he was up. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, dude who owns Buzz Bomb, I guess you're you've talked with him or you're friends with him or something. Yeah. So the original guy's from here. Okay. So maybe in Maine, but um, I would see him at Rye Airfield a lot, and um, he's into guns too. He's in the army, and he hooked me up a bunch of decks. One I gave you. Yeah, he's Joe cool. Dick. Yeah, and then he he gave the company or sold it to a felon in Texas. Okay, so they're they're located out. They said a felon in Texas. Yeah, felon. Yeah, so I thought he said like, hell yeah, he got a felony. He's That's a felon, sick. but he could he could still skate. So you know, it's like felons for skateboarding. Um, more serious answer though is like when I used to skateboard, I used to ride like local decks, like um, was it mini mini blanks or I don't know. I forget what the fuck they were called. We're not from where you're from, so true. <laughs> but like wasn't wasn't isn't Mini like a like a skate? Well, company? Mini Logo. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, mini, mini Logo. logo. Mini logo. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Powell's like budget brand. Yeah. Powell Pearl. Okay. Well then know. my local shop used to stock them. So I used to ride those mini logos. And then uh shit. Dude, I remember like the first skateboard I had was like World Industries from fucking Toys R Us. Yeah, <laughs> World uh, Industries. Flame Boy. And dude, yeah, yeah the Flame Boy. It was my son's thing. first and really? he still loves it. And they're cool. Like they got cool graphics and everything. Yeah, like, yeah, they were cool. Yeah. That, that was a cool brand. Not super into like the the whole actual skateboard world, but that stuff was cool too. Yeah, World Industry. That's a good call, I think. Yeah. What, what about you, little J-Boy? Yeah, you were you were yeah. pinning me for yeah. the question. Yeah, only serious. one answer. What is it? Baker. That's it. It's Baker. Boring. Favorite favorite team, favorite company. Why? 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 Because Andrew Reynolds is my favorite skater. Okay. That's, that makes sense. So he's I give it to you. But like there's a bunch of new companies that are really cool. And I just I mean, growing up I was just loyal to Baker. But yeah. like like Welcome's really I cool. I wonder why you were loyal to Baker, you <laughs> fucking hippie. <laughs> but like Welcome's really cool. Heroin skateboards are really cool. Heroin? Like, heroin Heroin's yeah, probably you got a my heroin favorite. Yeah. yeah. Like newer company. Frog skateboards is really cool. Man, I'm yeah. not into it enough to know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, you don't have a seventeen year old skater lives in your house. So. True. Yeah. I, I like we do. The I last guess. like popsicle stick deck I bought was a revive. That's that's well, popular, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm an obviously YouTuber, yeah. so they are yeah. like super hard into it. Aaron and Cairo, Aaron Cairo for Braille skateboarding, and yeah, all those guys. I mean, they're from Ohio, actually. Yeah. Revive is from Ohio, yeah. So yeah, that's cool dudes. Cool. Yeah, heroin's probably my favorite right now. Well, oh. crazy. I love or Pete's Pig. Shout out to my man yeah, Pete Pete's down Pigs. in Danvers. <laughs> Dude, those things are so ridiculous. They're I know, sick. they're so fun. It's like skating a fucking boogie board with trucks on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I love it. But Pete, he's cool. Shout out to Pete. All right, so he, here we go. So this relates to your channel and a lot of your videos. So mm. e-skate or that one wheel? That's tough. There's a, there's a one wheel sitting over here. There's yeah. an it's e-skate over you. here too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Man. you told me to get that a while ago. You were right on. yeah. Dude, that's such a tough thing because so with the lifestyle that I live, just like traveling all the time, I never know where I'm going to ride a skateboard or whatever. When it comes to an electric skateboard, you got to have great streets. Like, I don't know how it is around here, but you can't ride in like 
dude, like I used to live in Boston. That's when I first got into electric skateboards, and the roads there are pretty fucking shit. Yeah, everywhere mm. in New England, the winter, it's especially with all the, the cobblestones and stuff. Dude. Yeah, we still have cobblestones <laughs> in New England. <laughs> yeah, dude, you make a right hand turn, you're on a cobblestone yeah. street, and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck, it's, it trips it's nuts. people out. That like, I mean, I I grew up in like around Portland and Portland still has a ton of cobblestone. So like all the tourists are like, what is this? Like, yeah. Why does the street look like yeah. this? You know, so. you know why there's cobblestone streets in Boston? No, it's because when they were bringing ships over from Europe, they would line the boats with cobblestone to weight the boats properly so that they floated even. And then when they got here, they would just fucking unload them and oh, line so the streets excess? with them. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's why a lot of the streets are cobblestone in Boston. That's cool. I had no idea. I didn't know that, that either. That's yeah. cool. That's just like one one reason why. Well, it sucks but, um, for driving on. So fuck those guys. And it was <laughs> it's like not the, great. It's like the drunk test. If you're in Old Port, if you walk out of a bar and you step onto the cobblestones, it's like it's a, <laughs> you that's a level. Of, see how drunk you are. Like, can you okay. can you handle it? Noted. That makes um, sense. So e-skate versus one wheel. Because I never know where I'm riding. I'm gonna go with the one wheel because obviously has like a go-kart style tire you can ride over sand dirt rocks dirt, yeah take dirt trails yeah yeah so it's just easier to fit into my lifestyle because i never like really plan on riding but when i do it's easier to ride a one wheel than it is to ride an easy yeah, you can ride it a mile into town and get groceries coming dude I, i've ridden mine 18 miles like the xr right here that thing will go 18 miles <laughs> not with me on it <laughs> your, leg, your legs hurt afterwards it's not good all right gun question Oh man, that's EOTech or Aimpoint? So I'm gonna immediately say Aimpoint. Wrong. Just because when I'm thinking about the stuff that I own, I would buy like a T2 Micro before I'd buy any kind of EOTech, like holographic, whatever. Yeah. What's the uh? What's the big the, the EXPS or the XPS? Are you is it about the EXPS? XPS? Yeah, like the competitor. Yeah, we just uh, had one around here. Some. Oh, the, are you talking about like? There's a gun over there that's an XPS. The EXPS just has the like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Quick detach lever, whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, but the EOTech, EOTech makes the Voodoo, which I'm looking for an optic to like low powered variable optic to put on a mini fix. And the Voodoo looks really good. I don't know your opinions on that. Hmm. I like the Voodoo. It's good for a one to six. I haven't gotten one of the one to eight. So, you still send me scopes. I don't now. Okay. Um, but. I think for that, what would you call that? Like a price range or whatever of scopes. It, I mean, it's, that's it's a good higher, choice. It's not the highest here, but that's like, that's good shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. Um, I have it on, I have at least one on one of my guns. I like it. It's good. Um, I like the Vortex, the one to six, and I got the new one to 10. I love it. The Night Force one to eights, I love. But, you know, I'm real for my shooting and stuff. The Swarovski stuff, I probably love the best. Okay. Um, you, it, I mean, you sent me your mini fix with the Swarovski on it, which was awesome. Super awesome glass. It's yeah. Expensive. The Dodge's good. Though. It's expensive. Yeah, it's a little long, but lightweight. <laughs> And then Leupold, like their Mark Six, is also good in a one to six. Um, their one to eight is it's a Mark Eight. It's ridiculous. It's heavy and dumb, but I, I like it. it's a good scope. But you can get more for that size and weight. The Mark Four too on the on the mini fix up on the wall, which you guys oh, probably can't yeah. see, but that thing is fucking cool. I didn't know yeah. that was even there, but it's discontinued now. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah we I was we did it. it up. 
I've got I've got a few of them. We did the reticle with Leopold. They did a one and a half to five power, and I guess that's a Mark IV 30 millimeter. Mm-hmm. And it has the reticle that we did for 300 blackout, where it's like circle with a dot, and then a vertical line, and then hash marks for super with a rabbit on one side, and then hash marks on the other side with a tortoise, and it's for the Barnes 110 and the Remington, probably the 220 grain Sierra ammo. Okay. Is what that was set for out of a nine inch barrel. Yeah, that scope is it's good. I like it. But you know, when you do those for specific ammo and barrel links, then you're kind of pigeonholing yourself. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Is this are your eyes good? Two more. Like are are your eyes good? Like they don't dots or holographics? They don't like starburst on you? No, not really. I mean, I I shoot red dots a lot just because I'm like used to training that way. Mm. So. Just I've been, I've been shooting red dots for a while now since I've been into guns, but uh, I can shoot it pretty much anything. All right, red dot, low power variable um, or dot. We were just talking about that. I'm gonna say dot because most of my shooting is like recreational. It's just fun yeah. shooting at targets, reviewing guns and stuff like yeah. that. I don't necessarily need to shoot a thousand fucking yards to tell you if a gun is good or not. I'm just like talking about ergonomics and reliability and this and that. Yeah, so it's faster, lighter, smaller. Yeah, but I, I I mean I have a few like variable optics, but I I, I want to find something specific for the the mini fix. So it, it's a tough one, you know. I go back and forth between a dot on that, and mm-hmm. then I put three or four different low power variables on it, like whatever I have handy at the time. Yeah. So if I'm hunting a lot, the Swarovski stays on it. Otherwise. I like that little pull that's on there a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the little night force, the voodoo, any of them. It's hard. I mean, when it comes when it comes to a mini fix too, it's like I want the best optic but also lightweight. So yeah. you're looking at durability and glass, how clear yeah. the glass is. Those Delta Point Pros, I mean, that's what I used on a pig hunt this last weekend, and my gun weighed nothing. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it's when so it comes light. to a honey badger, I, I run an RMR on mine. Yeah, so. yeah same, same. Same, same. All right. Ski or snowboard? <sighs> I'm a ski boarder, so, <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to say ski. Okay. So <laughs> Kate one sigh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so skiing tricks are a lot more technical than snowboard tricks for the most part because you have your feet separated, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I'd pick skiing. I if if they, I had to pick between the two, I yeah. can ski, I can snowboard, but I would be better at skiing, and I just appreciate the technicality of the tricks more than snowboarding. I think they look cooler, too. Like, seeing feet crossing all over the place with skis, I'm Yeah, like, oh, that and, dude's doing something. And like, when you got to spin off a rail, you got to gas pedal your skis, so you're, like, twisting them like that. It just, the, the visual looks kind of crazier. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. I mean, if I had pro skis, I would yeah. pick it too. <laughs> That's true. High point, hit me up. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> so, all right, we covered uh, your Glock. Yeah. All right. So, since we last saw one another, you've got Psy Productions. What yeah. the heck's that all about? Uh, so, Psy Productions is my new like official company for the past, I mean, two and a half years since I quit my full time. IT consulting job. I did YouTube full time and I was just kind of like making YouTube videos, getting affiliate money and whatever. Um, so I started an official company to basically be the like umbrella parent company for everything that I'm doing. So Psy Productions encompasses 
Talon Sai, my main YouTube channel, Sunday Gunday, my second channel. Um, used to have a podcast, which I'm going to try to bring back once I can get to this level right now. Yeah, yeah, Thomas we're up there. <laughs> yeah, we're you guys are doing it. great. Um, so it's basically like a, an umbrella company to encompass everything that I do. Um, so once I started it, I just had that general idea. And then I was like, man, this could be something bigger than I was expecting it to be. So I want to try to push it in certain directions to make it to a point where it stands bigger than my own like online presence. Well, is there anything, um, going on or that you anticipate that you want to talk about that could happen or like, what, what, what are you going to, anything new you're doing? Anybody doesn't know about that you're willing to talk about? Uh, I mean, the main thing is like, I'm, I, it started as like this big umbrella company to kind of encompass everything that yeah. I'm doing. And then I wanted to start making more merchandise. So like t-shirts, hoodies, hats, like everything yeah. that I've been wearing. That's like my entire wardrobe now. Yeah. Um, we're releasing a flannel like on Monday. So a couple of days from now. Um, so it looks nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I, basically I just wanted to grow side productions or just side for short. It's going to be like a brand. I want it to be more than my own presence. Just like more YouTube. than YouTube. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about speaking of YouTube? So I, I know some of this, but, um, so you have your own YouTube channel Mm-hmm. And then you have Sunday Gunday, which used to be on your YouTube channel. Yeah, that's I. Did we we might have talked. We did about in that the last podcast, but yeah. you couldn't watch it. So what's what's the uh, abbreviated version of that? Yeah, mm. we want to see you talk with your hands about it this time. Yeah, the abbreviated version is uh, I had everything together on my main channel. I was doing gun reviews. I was doing electric skateboard reviews. And, and is this when you um, decided to quit your actual job? Uh, yeah, this was, well, I quit my job before this whole thing happened. So I was probably full time on YouTube for about a year and then I had everything mixed together. Hence the name stuff and things. It was just, I fucking do everything, which is not a good game plan on YouTube. Like if you want to grow on YouTube, you shouldn't just do whatever the fuck you want. You should specialize. You should specialize. You should niche down. You should only do gun stuff. You should only do skateboard stuff. You should only do reviews. You should only do traveling. And I was just like, fuck that, dude. Like, I, I'm into so many different things. I just want to do whatever I feel like doing. Yeah. So because of that, I mean, overall, my growth has been kind of slow. But the gun stuff expedited everything. Because if you like guns, you fucking like guns. And that's yeah. all you watch and that's all you want to see. So because of that, my channel sort of saw like exponential growth for a while there. And then, I mean, summarizing a lot of stuff, YouTube, for some reason, flagged my channel and they were like, we're going to remove you from our partner program, which is how you make money on YouTube. So we're not going to run any ads on your videos, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I lost tons of views tons of money for about six months until I sort of like ironed everything out. It sounds extreme. Did they tell you why? No, they wouldn't tell me. So Instagram with our main channel a few months ago when they shut it down. Yes. Yeah. Just, just no warning, no explanation why deactivated our account. And we got to a hundred thousand and told us to fuck off. And there's been no resolution to that. No. Yeah, the resolution was they deactivated the account and told us to fuck off. Yeah, every, <laughs> every time we've reached out to them, it's been like an automated thing that said, you can keep trying to like appeal it, but we're not going to put you in touch with anybody. <sighs> so yeah, it, they're terrible communists. Because they're owned by fucking Facebook now. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so um, my resolution for my situation was kind of like force in the direction that I went because YouTube is a public, public company, or not public, they're a private company. You can do whatever the fuck they want. So if they're like, hey, we don't want any kind of guns featured in any videos on our platform anymore, they could fucking kick everyone off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck, YouTube's my full-time thing now. What I need to do is separate my gun stuff from my like normal everyday life stuff, which guns are my everyday average life. Right. Like they're just implemented. Don't tell in YouTube life. that. Yes. Yeah, I didn't say that. Is this going on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I made Sunday gun day as the second channel. I removed 26 million views from my main channel Ooh. in a like fell swoop. It was about <laughs> April 1st. And then I, uh, uploaded, re-uploaded all of those videos started making more new videos and everything and uh that's how it is now today so yeah so that worked and then you start getting you got back in the partner program on stuff and things yeah my, my but, main channel got back in the partner program and but your sunday gun day you get zero dollars uh a few videos are monetized but for the most part whenever i film a new video i lose money especially today ammo super expensive a lot of times i'm buying the guns that i'm reviewing so it's it's tough but so for the most part it was demonetized oh yeah all right talon we've had a whole bunch of adventure the last year or so yep sketchiest one the sketchiest adventure yeah uh with my luck it involved my woman i hope it's the same for you death valley I don't know what happened. You didn't go to Death Valley. I did not go to Death Valley. I would not go without being prepared with my woman. (laughs) So uh, I went to this place called Fuck. It was. um, That's not what it's called. It's called Fuck. um, (laughs) Joshua Tree. (laughs) Uh, We were in Joshua Tree. We went over to Death Valley. It was. It wasn't Scott's Bluff. It was some kind of bluff. uh, Crested Butte or something like that. It was in the middle of Death Valley National Park. And it's gnarly to get there. Like, mm-hmm. it's like a four-wheel drive, Jeep, Land Cruiser type of road. And take the van all the way out there. We pass these, like, mines on the way there, like abandoned coal. Maybe it's not coal. I, I, thought, he, I thought he said mines. Mine. I was like, I was like oh, mine. I thought he meant mine. mines. <laughs> no, 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 mine. Like, <laughs> fucking a mine where they're digging for shit. Um, all right. So long story short, we get out there. So we have some Oompa Loompas digging for stuff. Oompa Loompas are pulling fucking nerd ropes right out of the rocks. Like you wouldn't believe yeah. like gobstoppers just raining down from the ceiling. It's crazy. crazy. And, uh, we get out there. I'm already low on fuel when I'm rolling out there. So why, I, why would you yeah, be good low idea. on fuel there? Because like, it, I'm no expert, like <laughs> adventurer. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it were, it was really far away from any gas station before we even got into the park. Wait, you are with your woman? Yeah, yeah. She's with me in the van. <laughs> For real. So uh, we're driving oh, I in. I feel you, brother. I feel you. I'm at like maybe half a tank on the way in in the morning. I'm like, ah, we'll be fine. Like, we're not going that far. So we drive all the way out to this Crested Butte. I forget what it's called. Um, and we're there taking photos, videos. <laughs> And I'm flying the drone. So we're around recording stuff. Yeah, got it. Yeah, got porn. It. Recording porn. Stuff. Recorded porn. Oh, oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Pornhub.com no. forward slash Talonsai. <laughs> no. Write that down. Um, I will not be doing that. So Go we're, ahead. Like, we're like, okay, cool. My gas light's on now. So we're like way far in. We're like 25 miles into this middle, like, desolate. And you didn't realize area. this until. No, no, no. I knew. I knew. And you didn't decide, like, 
maybe turn it around. Yeah, but so <laughs> I was into a point where like we were getting to our original destination and I'm like, okay, my gas light just came on. I have enough to get back to the last place we got fuel from. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we're good. Um, so we're rolling through like middle of nowhere. It's super desolate and everything. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I have like a tiny blip of reception from the Weeboo cell signal booster on top of my van. So you have no fuel, no cell reception. Like tiny, tiny, tiny bit. This always ends well. Well, he's right. This is how porns or horror <laughs> movies start right yeah. here. Were you stuck, like a pizza delivery. Were you too. stuck to the steering wheel? <laughs> so... So um, um, I have this like tiny blip of reception. I'm like, shit, okay, we can go out this like back way over into like Cerro Gordo area, which is like an old mining town in Eastern California. Super cool area. Um, and I didn't realize what the trail would be like. So we started going this direction and it gets rockier and rockier. And I have this new suspension package on the van. So I'm yeah. like testing it out and everything. And we get to this one section, which is like big, probably like, foot by foot and a half rocks, like big rocks, which you could stack up and move around if you need to get through something. But there's a boulder on my right, which is fuck. I mean, the thing probably had to weigh like a couple, couple tons. And then on my left, there's another one, which is a little bit smaller and I couldn't fit the van through it. Like if I would have tried to squeeze through, I would have ripped my side ladder off. I would have fucked up my exhaust. The, it, it, it just wouldn't fit. It wouldn't, yeah. ha- wouldn't happen. The van probably could have made it like four wheel drive capable and everything. So I was like, shit, all right, we got to turn around. Granted, my girlfriend doesn't know much about off-roading. Neither do I. I'm not a four wheel drive expert. I'm just like, okay, like I. Just a guy with a four wheel drive in the middle of nowhere with gas, nor reception. Yeah, no reception, no nothing. No, but I I mean, I've I've done it enough to know like what is capable and what is not. Sure, I'm sure that made your woman's father feel way better about this. Yeah, he he won't listen to this, so that's good. (laughs) So we, I I was filming this entire thing, by the way. This is on my YouTube channel. Of course. So we turned around and I'm going back the same direction that we came up that was already sketchy to get to the point where we couldn't make it through anymore and it gets sketchier in the opposite direction so we're just basically dealing with levels of sketchness yeah so it just like instead of being sketchy going up now it's sketchy going down because you're going off a big drops i'm smashing the fucking undercarriage of the van and everything and we're trying to get out of there and i'm like all right take the camera go out and film this talking to ashley my girlfriend and i'm like go like Give me an angle because it's like super rocky. It's gnarly through here. It doesn't look crazy on video, but I'm like, direct me through this because I know this is going to be kind of gnarly. And the van weighs like 9,000 pounds. It's fucking heavy. Yeah, that's heavy. And I have a... That's like a Suburban and a half. Yeah, at least. Um, So long story short, I'm trying to go through this thing. The wheels start spinning. I get stuck. Oh. Try to power out of it get even more stuff can, can we pause yeah yeah so your girlfriend's name's ashley mm-hmm. what's she saying or what are the noises she's making <laughs> uh, well she's some. she's mm. she's like 20 yards in front of me oh like, oh good holding the camera okay well, I, I was good. like go film this so because i knew it was going to be gnarly so and I'm like, she's like i'll film you stuck. being an idiot yeah but she ain't giving me directions because like like i said I, i'm not no off-road expert but she hasn't done it at all in her life so she can't be like you should go a little bit to the right well because there's what i'm hearing here. is she follows direction 
go film this. Bam. That's her job. It's not like that, though. I'm not like forcing her to do anything. (laughs) Sure. Anyway, she's out there filming. The van gets fucking planted in this like silt, like super fine silt. I pulled the max tracks off the roof. I'm trying to get unstuck. And what happened was in the front of my passenger side right tire, there was probably like a three foot rock that I couldn't see because it was covered by brush, like tumbleweeds and shit. And we were there for fuck an hour and a half, like trying everything, like rocking the van back and forth. I was like emptying out my water. So the van would be a little bit lighter and everything. No reception. The only thing I have is a ham radio, which I could have like called someone for help or whatever. Um, and my mountain bike. So I could have like ridden into the nearest town, but to recover a 9,000 pound van out of the middle of death Valley, like you're kind of fucked. You're paying a ton of money to get that thing out of there. Basically, I just needed like a Jeep or something to come through with a winch to kind of like pull me out. You needed Jesus. I needed Jesus, Lord and Savior, to come down and just fucking pick the sat van up and just like scoot it to the left a little bit. (laughs) So um, what I ended up doing was I I did this like super gnarly winch pull. I had a a steel cable line at the time and I like pulled the thing out probably like 100 yards and I wrapped it around one of the boulders that w- would have like scraped the shit out of my van. So off to the right on my way up, I wrapped it around the van or around the rock. And then I connected it back to one of my winch points on the van and pulled the van probably like a foot and a half to the left, like complete side pull. If this is the front winch of the, the van, like the front bumper, I was pulling from like back there, like oh, back wow. over my left shoulder. Yeah. And it just fucking goes and like scooted it off the rock. And luckily I was able to get out the whole time. Wasn't filming a whole lot for the channel because I was like, oh, fuck. Like we're going to be stuck here. I have water. I have food in the van, which is fine. We'll be able to live. We're not going to die. But like we're fucked, fucked. (laughs) And then when the, once the van was gone, like, so I was like throwing shit around. I was like throwing my max tracks. I'm like, fuck, just like kind of like pissed off trying to get out of there. And then as soon as we got unstuck, I was like, Oh shit, that was fun. Yeah. That's great. (laughs) I love this van. (laughs) And Ashley, Ashley gets back in the van. She's like, Oh yeah, that was so great. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to do that again. Why were you yelling at me the whole time? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I was good at not. Oh God, I've been in those situations. You you can't, you can't direct your anger at your significant other, but the whole time I was like, Oh, <laughs> you're a pussy. Oh, you sure can. No, you man. can't do that. That's rude. Uh, uh, That's rude. Uh, yeah, like last year, Ivana and I were off-roading my farm in Georgia. And yeah. It's in the mountains, and we went and just got stuck unexpectedly, and I, I don't know, we walked probably five miles. She was so cool about it, and I, I like... I was mad at her for not being angry at me. <laughs> it was, and then, of course, like we end up hitchhiking. This guy picks us up and and uh, it's in a truck and he's got a dog sitting next to him. And then Ivana's sitting there and I'm sitting next to the door. And so I'm like, hey, he, and, and basically he knew who I was. He's like, you know, basically you're like the uh, like the city idiot, the rich guy that bought a place up here and, and uh, taking me to my buddy's place. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, I heard about you before I went to prison. And he's like, you know, and it's pretty it's pretty funny because he's like, yeah, I just got out yesterday. And oh. she scoots all the way over <laughs> into my lap at this point and everything. How was it? 
It, it, Did you ask him how his stay was? <laughs> he said it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was his seventh stay. Oh, good. Seventh. So we yeah. knew everyone. And uh, yeah, so he, it's funny. We pull up to my buddy's house. who We were supposed to be back like an hour and a half before that. Mm-hmm. And we pull up and uh, Chad and Sabrina sitting in the rocker there, the swing on the porch. We pull up and this is like the known criminal and the area that we live like the guy that you're with yeah the prison the guy that gave us the ride (laughs) and chad starts dying laughing falls on the floor laughing and i give the guy a hundred bucks and we go but so yeah we all been those situations and got some heroin with it or some shit (laughs) probably did i hope he did hope yeah hope he had a good time he's doing well yeah so yeah yeah, i mean those times i mean it seems to happen to me more than most people should get him on the podcast oh no prison joe Uh, i don't remember his name chad knew him though like chad grew up with him he's been like a crackhead since he was like fourth grade i'll talk been uh yeah been um cooking meth like his whole life nothing wrong with that anyway he was nice he's first person pulled over off us a ride didn't ask for anything gave him a hundred bucks he tried to decline it and i was like I insist because I was thinking in my mind, I don't want you coming back for a favor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Well, man, where do you see that? So you quit. You're like bullshit on this real job stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I ain't about that life. I don't blame you. That job sounds boring. Yeah. I know. I know. Imagine you. They'd make you like wear a man bun or something. Probably wear my glasses instead of my contacts all the time. Oh, lame. Sounds (laughs) gross. I got a IT. So, um, well, where, where's this going? Like, where, where is Psy Production and Talent Psy in five years, ten mm. years? Like, where's this end up, man? I mean, I would love to make YouTube videos until the day I fucking die. Real? So that's like, you love it? I Yeah, I truly love making videos. I mean, I made... That's awesome. I made videos before YouTube was a thing. I would carry around a camcorder <sighs> and just, like, film shit. Old and, school. Yeah. I mean, this was in, like, the early we, 90s, but... When I see like Casey Neistat videos, like it's obvious he likes yeah. to make videos. Yeah, and I I have super old footage, like stuff similar to that. I mean, granted, he's a lot older than I am, but I have footage like that, which was never saved anywhere because I was just a fucking dumb kid. I would just like film on literally like not VHS, but like whatever the smaller cassettes were at the time, and I would just film stuff just no. to watch it back and it was Man, cool it, you know it's so funny i talked about this in our last podcast so to interrupt you and divert it back to me because i'm important yeah super but, i mean this is your podcast so yeah. yeah so um you know i talked about it last time it, it, it it's like you never know what's gonna be like what's the future is this gonna be important yeah but it's cool it's like you had a passion for the v- videoing and all that and it's mm-hmm. like for me with firearms for 10 years like i, I had a ranch and we shot machine guns and belt feds, me and a few buddies, every weekend. Yeah, yeah right here. This right here. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> every weekend, my garage was filled with pallets of ammo. We never recorded. We never took pictures. And when Tannerite became a thing and we started blowing stuff up, but like Demolition Ranch, your buddy Matt, like we were doing that shit on our own, blowing up toilets, hot water heaters, refrigerators, cars, anything Every weekend for years and probably a decade, mm-hmm. never took yeah. a single fucking picture. Like, we just didn't care. It was like, we just love shooting and blowing shit up. Yeah. And we did it. And what's so funny is now, like, oh, my God, if I had recorded all that, I'd be like, I could get wealthy off YouTube. 
And like we were doing it then just because it's the shit we love to do. So you never know what looking back at it now and people will see like you saw some of my gun collection. You're like, what the fuck? And it's Why like, do you even have this? Like thing? I've even, <laughs> I've probably sold two thirds of it. Like I, I don't even care anymore. It's like, yeah. this is just the stuff that I've got. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you never know. You, you don't ever know. So like beating yourself up about it, but you know, getting in the practice and doing the stuff and now you yeah. got something that provides you with a living that you like to do. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I would totally love to make YouTube videos for ever. I mean, if I could do it forever, I, I, I don't think it's actually going to be a thing, say like 10 years from now. You don't. I would, Why not? I, I just feel like technology is changing so much. I mean, you see new platforms coming up like fucking TikTok, which can't come out of nowhere and are completely changing that entire like marketing space. But that's just people. It I is mean, it's people. The same thing. Yeah, but I, I, I feel like um with the negative influence of a lot of like big corporations like Facebook and like uh, censorship and all that shit. It's so sad. And like coming from is. the left, which I was very leftist when I was young. I was just ignorant, didn't know anything. Oh fucking lefty Kevin, man. I know. Dude, he's a lefty too. Yeah. I was ignorant, he didn't still know. Seems that way. I mean, <laughs> you know, I didn't grow up with guns and stuff. I didn't understand. But I mean it, it is ironic that that's who is like you know that the, those are the people who are fucking pushing pushing their thumb down on us like fuck man. yeah that they're the ones that are you know just like ex parte free speech fuck you out the window because you don't agree with me mm-hmm. you know like i i've said it in the past like you, you know i've got three kids that are in high school and and dealing with them all the time talking to them about like real life stuff and it's weird to them because they grew up in social media which i didn't and so to them, all their, like, they give no shits about me or my, well, not me, but my work or anything that I'm doing or social media. Like, they probably all don't even follow me on Instagram or anything. <laughs> Damn. But all, tough, all, well, it, it, I mean, I think it's like, probably, nah, I, I get it. Probably get the it. journey of like all parents, mm-hmm. no matter how cool you are, not to your kids. Yeah. And, but all of like their, their little friends that play Call of Duty and shit, like they know who I am, and the Honey Badger throwing her blackout. They're using your guns in the video <laughs> oh, game. <laughs> so I'm like the biggest hero dad there is. Yeah. But to my kids, they're like, he's such <laughs> he's a like dork. Such a he wears loser. like Star Wars pajamas. It's like he can't you know, even grow hair. <laughs> no, I, I know exactly. Like, like I mean, I, they're cool. And, and like my youngest daughter now, who, who has actually had some. You said TikTok. She's had yeah, yeah. so Ryan's had some. Uh, uh, I don't know how old she is, 14 maybe, 13, 14. Cut that out. So, so, I don't know. I mean, you know, like 15. It's like once you get to an eight, yeah, probably 15. She's, she's yeah, about turn, 17, 17. She's about 15, turned 15 yeah. and re 16. So, oh, yeah. So they're all, but it, you knew that? I was, was, well, you hey, saying, let it, me tell you, are each a year apart. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So, okay. I've had custody of them for 10 years i know that and they were very young and i never anticipated on being like like i was their dad and full full-time dad Mr. but Mr. mom yeah but never anticipated like cooking breakfast taking them to school every morning like i do everything for them so then you just like lose track like i i don't know you cook a good breakfast i know I had that this yeah. morning. Thank did, you, did you make you the fucking the yeah. sandwich yeah yeah, I had, yeah we had good. breakfast sammies this morning so good. but but they you know it's it's like a month ago ryan said something to me i thought i was 43 i'm 47 like i don't know but um with her she had a couple tiktok videos go mm-hmm. viral to like a million views each 
Um, and so like she was super stoked. I'm like, does that mean we're getting paid? You know, to me, I'm like, we're getting any money from that? She's like, get money from that. <laughs> and I'm like, send me uh, that check. Yeah. Um, but for them, it's it's uh, like they don't, and they've always been shooting because we've always had a, a ranch since they were born and mm-hmm. and uh, hunting and stuff. And they do all those things with me, and 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 they're fine with it and they enjoy it. But like they don't care. Um, but for them, you, you know, which is interesting to me because for them, it's like a way of life. Like if I, if I go in there and tell Ryan, she can't post a TikTok video for a month. Like she will like straight up fist fight me. That's what I do, dad. (laughs) (laughs) You don't understand. (laughs) You'll Uh, never get it. But I I don't know. When you say it's not going to exist. I don't know. Because like now for me being 47, which I'm not really old. I'm like in the middle. Mm -hmm. And it's like everything we're new. Like, you know, you and I today went to the store and we got like a new coffee maker and like I come home and I look at the instructions and I was within two seconds of looking up a YouTube video. That's how I learn yeah, everything yeah, yeah. now. So uh, I'm not saying that YouTube's not going to exist, but if I'm planning for the future, I'm not going to put my money in the YouTube is going to be their basket. Just, just based off of like what I've gone through already, they have screwed me for the longest time after me having to remove my gun content from my channel so like that was a main, it was, it was an eye opener. I was like, fuck, I was making money doing what I love and everyone else was loving this. So I have to find the next thing that will continue to sustain this life that I've yeah. signed up for now. Okay. I see what you're saying. Just so whatever platform. Yeah. So I would love to make YouTube videos forever, but going forward, if I had to do anything else, it would be working on Psy. As a brand, I, w- I want people to look at Psy or Psy Productions and be like, oh, yeah, that's cool. They make a lot of really cool like outerwear and clothing, but I, I don't know Talon Psy. I want people to see Psy as a brand right, and not. not know me because that would be so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, that is cool. Like you, you look so at... Um, so weird. You look at Vans. Who's the creator of Vans? Steve Van Dorn. Okay. I was gonna say, yeah, Van Dorn. <laughs> okay, well, I don't fucking know Steve. So, you look at a uh, Billabong. Who's the owner of Billabong? Don't know. Okay, that's Jim a better Ballou. example. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I want, I want to grow something bigger than myself on social media, and I want something. It's full circle now that yeah. I love to do. I have a company. I develop products. I'm not like a yeah. social media personality. Like, I have an actual company that develops products. And I want to use this to promote my company. And here you are. It's the opposite. Like you you become a YouTube personality and you want to develop a brand and a product out of right. it. Uh. Yeah, but at, at the same time, like you have Q and there are a lot of people who know about the Honey Badger, but they don't know Kevin Brittingham. That's yeah. true. And so that that's kind of the level that I want to be at. Like I want I want to have a company standalone. I want Psy to be a brand that people can associate with in any way, shape, or form, without knowing me. Are you wanting to do silencer books? Sure, sign me up. Fuck this guy. I'm gonna send a I'm gonna send you a sponsor <laughs> me tape, and I don't know what I'm gonna do in it. Do you want to do bourbon? Yeah. Is that what that uh, is? Okay, Dude. we're competing. No well, one follow. <laughs> if you follow Sal, Sal and Sai or Sal and Ty. So, Sal and Ty. Sal and Ty. <laughs> yeah, if, unsubscribe. If love, do not like any videos. Kevin, if you love bourbon so much, drink some of your yeah, bourbon Yeah, drink right some now. of that bourbon. 
Drink some of your bourbon no, right now. This is $1,000 an ounce Angel of Tears bourbon. It's not to be drank. This is Honey Badger <laughs> bourban, and he won't drink it because no. it's too good. Yeah, it that's is right. too good. Yeah, yeah it, makes, it makes me drunk and beautiful. All right. That's the type of person Kevin Brittingham <laughs> is, everybody. Yeah, I am Look at him. <laughs>